podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's not business until you get money, right? All right. Um, what's going on, everybody? This is the Talking Tactics Podcast. My name's Daniel. It's your boy, Double So That's HHH. Consider this week a blessing, people, because we really don't have to be doing this this week. Um, we do this podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Talking Tactics, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud at Talking Tactics. Um, if you prefer listening on an Apple device, remember to leave a five-star review. We'll read it on the show. Apologies, I haven't checked for the five-star reviews this week around the world. I'm sure someone out why there. Why not, has... Dan- Daniel? Why not? Get... Why haven't you not checked the five-star reviews? This is this is what we should be doing. I I've been sick. Okay. I've been I've been feeling ill. So. Oh. <laughs> why? 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 You you got shots in in the in, in the head or something? Or... <laughs> Jesus. The, the... <laughs> Look, what I just want to just make sure that I was I was keeping you on your on your toes. I want to make sure that you're you're awake, man. So I'm keeping you on your toes. Anyway, yeah. Um, if you leave a five star review, guaranteed next week I will read it on the show. Please leave those. I like reading them. We like reading them. So oh, well, yeah. yeah. If you're on Spotify, shout out to Spotify. If that's your preferred listening app, we're on there as well. So this has been an international break. I mean, the international football hasn't been too bad. But to be honest, man, this whole thing has been all right, man. Like I've actually been like this UEFA Nations League has. Basically, I don't know what it is, but I think this UEFA Nations League has really brightened things up. Like, I mean, did you watch the Holland game? I did not. I mean, the England-Croatia game had a great finish, but I mean, Holland, man. I mean, my God. I mean, Van Dijk, this dude, dude, dude called Promise. So does Have Hope have hope for the Netherlands, considering they've missed the last two major tournaments? Are they nah, back? I mean, these guys are looking pretty tasty. Okay. They're looking pretty damn tasty, man. So I have to ad- ad- admit that they are definitely looking like they are on their way back, man. Because it's 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 how impressive they they look. Like they look like if they they know what the hell that they're doing. So <laughs> so so shout out to Ronald Koeman in that way, I suppose. Kuman, this dude, man, he has revitalized this this team completely, man. Totally re- 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 revitalized them team. Because remember, as you said, they missed the last two tournaments. You have to remember how crap they they were. No, nothing on Robin or anything, but they looked like if they did not know what the hell they were doing. And with a team, you could argue that that is less talented than the guys that Robin and Van Persie and Schneider were with, man. Just how much of a unit they look and their character, it's amazing. You know, I mean, Van Dijk is a defender. This guy's scoring like quality, high quality goals. It's 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 it's, it's amazing, and he's the captain as well. It's um, that total football thing that they have, right? Even though he's a center back, he can still kind of play yeah, offensively yeah. a little bit. So it's been very strange, I guess, since we've been doing that pod this podcast, that Italy have been trash and the Netherlands have been trash. Like, I'm glad we maybe might possibly don't want to jinx anything, have one of those kind of prestigious vintage nations back. Do you actually understand how this Nations League thing works? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am there's still... A, I there's a group I, of A, but there's only works. three teams. I guess I think one gets relegated, one stays, and I guess the other one goes into some sort of, like, playoff, and if you win yeah, the playoff, so you get free I, I entry like, into I the Euros. Portugal, Switzerland, the Netherlands, and... Um, England mm-hmm. are all in this final four thingy and magic. I have no idea. We'll yes. just have to watch it and see. So I, I guess, you know, someone asked us a question. We do questions during international breaks. 
Um, so we apologize if this isn't going to be like the long hour plus podcast, but it's going to be based on the questions that you give us. All right. Um, now, someone asked us a question, and I need to find it. Well, would have been nice. Also, this is someone asking another question. Uh, Gowan69, has the Nations League proved to be a good alternative to friendlies? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, how the hell would you would you not? <laughs> how the hell would you not? Like, friendlies are flipping annoying. Nigeria and Uganda play tomorrow. Beef, 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 <laughs> so, yeah. beef, beef jerky. Any um, score predictions? Do you do score predictions for, and this is just a, a friendly, Uganda qualified for the... 2019 Africa Cup of Nations. So shout out to the oh, out to the well cranes. Done, well done, well done, well done, well done. Well done. Yeah. So, 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 wait, wait, wait. What's their nickname again? The cranes. The cranes. The cranes. The cranes. Yeah, yeah cranes. Cranes. Yeah, man. Um, that's for me. It it, it depends who, who who plays and everything. But I do because I mean Uganda were not that bad in the last Nations Cup, you know. Um, it's just that they they, they just came across better quality players. But as far as just like being competitive. They, they still competed well with the, the people in the group, even Ghana as well. Just that they're yeah. just missing those two, three individuals, you know. Yeah, but back back to back Nations Cup is a is a good thing for us. But anyway, oh no, no, um, like Nigeria has not been in the Nations Cup for like five, six years. Do you know how do you know how utterly embarrassing and disgraceful <laughs> that, that is? That is absolutely disgraceful. And Nigerians have the audacity to say, "Oh, why are you so hard on the?" I mean, shut the hell up, man! I'm, I'm, I'm telling, I'm telling the flipping truth, man. You guys are just eagles. You aren't super. <laughs> oh, look, 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 man! Don't, don't let me delve into a, a very dark alley. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, I, I definitely prefer having something on the line rather than just regular. Friends. No, no, you have to because I think. Okay, do you, do you know what it is? I think see, friendlies only work for the manager. It doesn't work for anyone else. Right, because the manager's like, okay, this match doesn't mean anything, but I can make ten substitutions. I can try three different, four different four formations, so I can do what the hell I want, experiment, and I don't have to suffer for it. But fans suffer because fans are like, I'm not, I'm not watching a, a game. I'm watching like a training session because a, a whole team gets subbed off. There's no rhythm. There's no real cohesion. Nothing is really on the line. So people are not really playing for something. So like, basically, so so. It's, Especially if you're, even if you're not in a neutral, you're like, oh, because the whole point of a football match, the whole point of why we like a league game or a cup game is that every league game matters. Every single league game matters. There's no league game where, oh, relax, man. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. No, every league, because those three points matter. So, yeah, yeah look, man, great idea. This national league thing, great, great, great idea. Um, Germany, man, disgraceful. I mean, as, as, as was speaking, my um, post match should be going up like, oh, I think, I think it's, it's probably up now. Germany, man. It, do you do you know how much of a brick Yogi Love is? Tell me. He's a brick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you came bottom of the World Cup group. Mm-hmm. You've gotten relegated out of this UEFA Nations League. You do not win a single game. You mm-hmm. took off Leroy Sane, and when he brought on Muller, you ended up conceding two goals. It's like the amount of L's this guy has taken, and I don't think this guy has. Refused to resign. How do you not step down? I mean, that's just madness. That is complete and utter madness, man. He might think he's like he's a patriot or something. Like I'm doing this for like my country. Like I'm not gonna ever quit. No, no if you're a like... true patriot, man, you should do the right thing. So you know what? Someone better deserves to lead this country, and it ain't me. So you know what? I'm gonna step aside. 
that's what a true Patriot should do. So yeah, but then we can have a conversation about patriotism. Did this guy? <laughs> really, really, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. That, anyway, that, anyway, that, um, yeah, that's an an, an 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 extra man. That's an extra. We have so many topics for extras, just like in the background. It's just a matter of just like yeah, finding the time yeah, to do yeah, it. We need, we need, like, man, we need to do more extras, man, because like we we have to expand this whole thing. Football is great, but you know, life is better. Or is it? Football makes life good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah, remove yeah, football, yeah. life kind of it gets yeah, worse. It's, 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 but it's, it's, it's still manageable. But anyway, um, so yeah, as I was trying to say before, um, during the international break, we do questions. Um, so these are your guys' questions. Normally I try to order them in some particular way, but I'm just gonna go in chronological order. Like if you ask first, your question's up. So the only taps at the only taps on Twitter. Any idea as to why La Liga coaches are underappreciated? The attacking football on display in La Liga continually going under the radar or continuously goes under the radar, and we don't seem to see the wider audience of the world taking note as much as they do, for example, average coaching counterparts in the Premier League. So I guess he's saying we know about like Eddie Howe and stuff like that mm. just because he's in the Premier League, but if you look at the, the Bettis coach, for instance, whose name is on the tip of my tongue, but I can't quite remember it. Like he's doing very well with Real Betis this season, but not quite getting the international hype that he probably should. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Doesn't William Cavalli play for Real Betis? Yes, I believe. Uh, one of my one of, one of my top players. Um, Kike Setien. That's the name. Kike Setien. Enrique Kike Setien Solar. Um, <laughs> you see, that's a tricky thing for me. I feel that it's a case of... Um, Different leagues. Actually, okay. First of all, let me start out like this: the Premier League has the best marketing, hands down. So that is why you hear most things about the Premier League. You hear all the things about Harry Kane is one of the best strikers in the world. That he has, is is a god and all the kind of stuff. Because the Premier League has the best marketing. I've always said the best league, technically top to bottom, first to twentieth, is La Liga. It is. Well, the thing about it is that if you now took this um, Kiki guy and you made him manage Everton or Wolves, how good would he do in the Premier League, which is a different league, different aesthetic, different psychology, hmm. and, and also different players. I also remember as well, like, the La Liga attracts a certain kind of player. And when you look at youth systems, training, and so forth, it is very different from the kind of system and everything and the culture you see in, in the Premier League. Like, for, for, for instance, it's like like a very small thing. Whenever you get a corner in England, that is really cheered. That's that, that, that gets a really big a big cheer. Whereas, like, in La Liga, skillful play, like playing a nice intricate one-two or doing a little pirouette gets a much louder cheer. I mean, the kinds of things that fans want in the Premier League is very different from what fans want in Spain. Like, in England... They want you to run more, give much more of an effort, really get stuck in and really show more passion. Whereas that's in a Spain, they want you just to be technically better, much more skillful and smarter on the ball. So it's different psych psychologies. And even when you're a foreign player and you come to England, that kind of psychology can sort of creep up into you. But whereas if you're in, if you're in a Man City, we have the money, you've got a Guardiola and you can really much spend and build this kind of team that can specifically play football, you're not affected by that, so. Yeah, I would just say, like, most of the marquee managers in the world aren't in Spain. Like, the top two mm. teams are managed by Valverde and Solari. <laughs> there you go. 
the, like the best coach, if you want to put it in those terms, is probably Simeone. And it's yeah. not like he plays this attractive, beautiful style of football. It's more pragmatic. So maybe that's why just the, the top coaches aren't sexy in that way. So then you mm. just assume the rest of the league, especially if you don't watch it week in, week out, you probably assume that, oh, it's just just rubbish or whatever it is. But if you watch the league, I'm trying to watch it a little bit more, especially because, like, my guy Mitchie's in Valencia, so I'm, I'm watching a bit more. But, uh, you know, it's 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 a good football. And I think, as you say, it's the strongest league, which has been borne out in terms of if you look back on European comp- European competition since probably 2008, 2009, somewhere in there, like Barcelona, Sevilla, Atletico, Real Madrid, like they're always at or near the top in finals in terms of European football. So I think it's borne out in terms of continental play. Um, next question. What are your thoughts? This is from Pac Mouse on stats in football, such as expected. Oh my god! And numbers One from of the a player. Annoying things of all time. I think it's relevant to the kind of position you're in. If I'm a, uh, if okay, if I'm a manager, and I'm looking for a striker, I want to look at stats. I need stats. For a defender, am I going to look at who scored dot dot com and see? tackle interceptions interceptions made uh, i can I, I just use the eye test you know and i think that the eye test for me wins over stats because again especially if you basically it was, it was the issue i was having today at uff like trying to talk about hazard because I, I still see that he's still a top three player but then guys say well where are, where are his goals he's, he's not he's not scored it in nine games what's how many assists has he made how many chances has he created like, no 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 i'm using the eye test which is the age-old thing of like when you look at a play, you can tell whether he's he's good or not. For a striker, I think that's one thing where just stats: how many goals has has a guy scored? What is his goal to game rate ratio? But for a playmaker, a central midfielder, it I mean stats for like a DM is like you just watch the the games and you can see more. No, Kante, <laughs> this guy really affects the, the game. I'm seeing what 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 Kante does over ninety minutes. Okay, so, like I, I I agree to a point, right? But if you look at stats, right, you would say Morata has more goals than Giroud. But who would you rather have? So stats, stats would tell you Morata is more effective. But hmm. if you actually watch the games, there's a good argument to be made that the person with the least amount of stats is the more effective footballer. Yeah. So stats can be convoluted in that way. I also do feel like with things like XG, uh, which is expected goals, in some ways it's – stratifying football knowledge, if that makes sense. So it's kind of putting, if you're a stats person and a numbers person, it's giving you a niche in mm. football. That way you have your own specific, unique way of looking at the game. You know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, no, no, I mean, um, so are you a stats guy or an eye test guy? I'm probably 65 eye test, 35 stats. I'm more like 70, 80, 20. Does that math work? 65 plus 35. It better be 100. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It does, it does, it does. Yeah, I would say I'm mostly eye test, but I'm not going to reduce the stat statistical numbers because there are good things that you can find. Like XG in and of itself, is it's an interesting thing to look at. Like if Manchester United have a 3XG in a game, which is rare, fair enough. But like if they have a 3XG and they only score one goal, you would say like maybe they weren't as clinical as they should have but been. Do you know what really annoys me though? So I'm sorry to question, but do you know what really annoys me? Hmm. Is 
like on Twitter, whenever I get like a, it's a tweet, and then I click maximize, and it's a picture of a player I support, and a player someone tells me is better than that player I support, and I just see a, a list of head to head stats. Oh, uh, the like, Squawker Matrixes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, as completed star, yeah. But I think a lot of the the younger generation they live and die with these stats, and I think that is what has fed into the whole Cristiano myth. Yeah, I I think it's three things. One, I think it's just the technological age where you can basically put down everything that happens and you can quantify it in a number if you so choose. That's one thing. Two, like these kids, they play video games, right? So mm. how many goals have I scored this match? Da da da. I scored a hat trick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. FIFA basically, and then you know how people care about like their stats in terms of like, oh, he has ninety nine pace, eighty defending, like whatever that is. Like I'm, I think that probably plays a factor. And then three, you have like the Messi and Ronaldo, Ronaldo-fication. Maybe it's Ronaldo and Messi-fication. Maybe that sounds better. A football where it's just like these players have scored crazy amounts of goals. So everyone is judged like if you don't score these crazy amount of goals and you aren't as good as them. And then it becomes being good equals making the numbers, not necessarily what you do with the ball at your feet, which is a completely – it's which is a different way of looking at the game. Okay, let me ask you this because I don't, I don't think I've actually ever known your view on this. What is your view and your rating of Cristiano? Have we never had this conversation before? I don't think I've heard from... But everybody knows my point. But I don't, I don't think I've ever actually... Unless I've forgotten, I'm not sure that I actually know where you, you stand on it. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's tape. So right now, as of, what, midnight, November 20th, um, Cristiano Ronaldo to be is a top 10 footballer of all time. Simply because of everything he's won, the amount of goals he's scored, I think, as you even admit, he's the greatest goal scorer of all time. So mm. that holds a place for me. I don't put him in like, oh, it's Messi, Ronaldo as top two because that international argument that you make holds weight for me. But still, what he's done for Manchester United, especially Real Madrid, and if he does something for Juventus, I think he's solidified top 10. Now, I know you're going to say, oh, he's not even like... <laughs> No, 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 look, look, I mean, every, 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 I mean, I don't want to de derail this lovely, sweet, kind-hearted um, podcast, you know, so <laughs> I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll plead with the fifth, but everyone knows where I stand with my dear friend, Christian. Yeah, but see, he's top 10. I have Messi in the top five. I mean, top 10 is, in, that's, that, that, that's an interesting rating, top 10. Of all time, that's interesting. Okay. Hmm. Um, what can we do as fans to combat the corruption of FIFA and the blatant disregard that big teams have for FFP? No, I mean, nothing, nothing, money, money, money. No, there's nothing. There's nothing that can there, be there's, there, Well, there's nothing you could do short of boycotting games, and people aren't going to do that because, as we said earlier, they football need football. Makes, yeah, football makes our lives better, so we're not going to abandon the sport. So there's nothing we can do as fans. Can you elect the people who vote for your country? I don't think you can. How would you affect who's the delegate for Nigeria? How would you do that? Like, how, how would mean? I affect the candidate that votes for you? Get Like, how would I do that? That's the only way we could do it in terms of, like, we put political pressure on the people who vote. But I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. But what do you mean by effect? Effects in, in, in what way? In order to change who the FIFA president is, they do like elections, basically like a FIFA election. Oh, yeah. And each country has one vote to that election from, a, I'm assuming, a representative uh, 
your president of football, basically, for mm. your country. I don't think people have any say on who that is necessarily. If we did, then maybe you could put pressure on that person. Like I put you in that office, therefore vote in my best interest, which would be not being corrupt. But if you oh, don't have, yeah, 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 yeah. But if you don't have any say on who the corrupt person is, then it's always going to be corrupt. Mm. Um, is there any hope for Alvaro Fernando Torres 2.0 Baraka? <laughs> I mean, do we have to answer this question? I think he's 25, so slightly, but not much. Did you see his miss? As I said, Daniel, or look, do we have to address what we we saw yesterday? Like, like I don't know what to say. Like, I really, I really don't know what to say. And I, I, I mean, on that kind of like, I prefer not to speak. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I prefer not to speak because if, if, I, if I speak, bro, I mean, it's, it'll, it'll be nasty. I mean, I mean, I mean what, what else? What else can be said? Because, I mean, this dude, man, it's like, because remember, like, he's he's got a weak mentality. That's just being real. It's not me being rude or anything. He's got a very weak mentality. So the more and more he misses chances like that, the further deeper he'll just tumble into this dwell of doubt. And you cannot, I repeat, the worst thing to have as a striker is doubt. That is the worst thing to have. A dwell of doubt. Okay. Uh, did, did you know what the interesting thing is? Like, wait, wait, did I say a dwell? No, sorry. A well of doubt. A dwell, a well of, of doubt. doubt. Okay. Um, what's interesting is like every time he scores like, two goals in three games or one goal in two games or whatever, the, whatever, however people break it down. Mm. It's always like, oh, maybe this will get Morata back on track. Like he <laughs> scored a goal against Arsenal. It's like, oh, maybe this is the moment. Or he scored against, I think it was Bate Borisov. Oh, this is the moment that will get him back on track. Southampton, oh, this will get him back on track. I think he just, he scored like four goals in his last however many appearances. And then he goes to Spain and does this. Like what people have to understand, and I tweeted this out, is Morata missing is not the anomaly. Him scoring is the anomaly. For a striker, that's not what you want. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's obvious to say. But like, when he misses, it doesn't surprise me anymore. No, no, no. But see, see, that's the scary thing because also as well, like, do you know what's really bad is like whenever he scores, it's like a really big deal. It's relief more than anything. It's like, whoo, he made and that's it. A, see, that's a problem. Like, you can't... When Aguero it's scores, it's not like, oh my God, like, I'm happy for Aguero that he scores. It's like, nah, that's what Aguero does. Like, yeah. He's going to shoot. It's going to go in. Morata's like, yo, he made it? <laughs> Do you know what it means, though, for a striker where if it's a one-on-one, it's more likely he'll miss a one-on-one. <laughs> so when it's a one-on-one, you're like, okay, yeah, man, look, man, like, it's a it's a gamble. Like, I mean, if, okay, you, it's, you, you almost say, you know what, $50 he scores or something. Like, when we're not taking bets on if he, he can score this one-on-one. That's crazy. Like, even, even Torres... He missed the one one on one against United, the mm. horrible miss that everybody can rem- remember. Yeah, oh shit. But more more times than not, if he was one on one, his patented move, he would just go around the keeper as he did, obviously iconically. Wait, 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 wait. At, at Chelsea or at Liverpool? Either way, Chelsea, Liverpool, Atletico, it doesn't matter. That's that's his move. He just takes the keeper out of play. Morata doesn't take the keeper out of play. He's like, okay, I'm gonna chip him, I'm gonna go around <laughs> him, and it inevitably goes bad. Like Torres understood, like. How about I just remove the goalkeeper from the equation? I read the stats. I don't don't know what the exact number is, but like Ronaldo has apparently dribbled the keeper like a crazy no 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 number of times. Like I think they said he's one. He's I think he might be the striker who has dribbled the keeper more times than any other striker. The no dribble dribble. 
from your Ronaldo phenomenon. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, so classic, you know, I, you know, I need, to, I need to do like a full-on commentary on that video, man. I mean, my god, it man. would take three hours, bro. It's like a twenty-minute video, and you took thirty minutes for you to do two. <laughs> Uh, wait, 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 wait. Side note, have you heard of this guy called Reverend X? No, I have not. I will send you a video and you will be horrified. Okay. <laughs> if Memphis Depay, if Memphis Depay were to leave Lyon, what would be the best move? Carl says he shouldn't leave Lyon. He needs to get a few more seasons under his belt playing as a central striker, and that's the best place to do it. But also, Chelsea should be interested if Hazard goes. I kind of agree with Carl. Not sure about the Chelsea part. No, 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 no. I mean Chelsea. No, I don't think so. And for me, for the part, the same thing with um, Sancho. When you find a spot that you're flourishing in, chill. Stay. Yeah. Just chill. Have at least a season or two, and then if you're really popping off, then you can be like, all right, I've, here, I've been here for like at least two seasons. Let let, let me see. But I think no, just just chill. You can't be like. Because remember, at United, it seems like okay, that's it. He had a very promising 2014 World World Cup. United, mm -hmm. it didn't pop off. He's now found a new lease of life. He's incredible for Netherlands. Chill. Chill at Leon. Just, just, just chill. Just chill. Besides leaving PSG, what do you think Neymar has to do to once again be considered the heir to Messi and Ronaldo? And if leave he does PSG. leave, how long do you think it'll take him to reach that level? Leave PSG. It's, it's a mess. Like, they've won 13 games in a row, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I've I've watched some of these league league on games. It's the biggest joke I've ever seen in, in professional form, Paul. It literally is the biggest joke. Like, and that is why they are struggling in the Champions League because it is such a ridiculous contrast Facts. of league on and the Champions League. So, of course, you're going to struggle in the Champions League because when you, when every little trick you you do comes off, every move you do comes off. Naturally, you will try those same things in the Champions League, but you're going up against far better opposition. And it's very hard for you to now raise your level because you've never had to really raise your level against opposition that doesn't force you to raise your level because they're nowhere near as good as, as, good as you. Mm. So for, like, the only way you improve as a player is by every week you're going up against the best of the best. So that's why people respected Vieri so well, Del Piero so well, Weah so well, Ronaldo so well, because Syria was ridiculously tough. It was very tough <laughs> to operate in the Syria in the late 90s and early 2000s. So if you flourished in the Syria in that period, you're like, no, 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 this is the guy, guy I respect. But see, like, I, I think there's like, they call it like a Goldilocks area, basically. Like, I think the Premier League might Goldilocks. be too tough. Yeah, Goldilocks. I mean, you know the story, the the three bears or oh, whatever the, it is? Like the, the white chick with the huge hair or that's all over the, the bears. <laughs> It's like, you know, the porridge was too hot. One porridge was too hot. Oh, one porridge yeah. was too cold. But the other one was right in the middle. And oh, one bed was too yeah. soft. One bed was too hard. But the one was right in the middle. That part in the middle. I thought that was Red Riding Hood. No, that's the Big Bad Wolf. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think. The Goldilocks area is like in the middle, right? So I think League A might be too far one side. Where it's like this is too much dominance. And then the Premier League, especially once you add, uh, I think both France and England have the fourth cup competition. But that being said, England have the fourth cup competition and they have, at least for the time being, a winter schedule. I think that there, there might be too much competition on that side. But I think Spain, Germany, and Italy, arguably, maybe just Juventus, not necessarily Italy, 
they have the right balance, I think, of like there's enough competition to where you stay sharp, but it's not too much to where you wear yourself down. Yeah. Like so the the war of attrition isn't that bad as it is in like the Premier League, but you still get enough games of high quality. It's it's too weak for them anyway, um, in Liga. So I think they're always gonna struggle, has been my argument. Um, to that point, can Mbappe become one of the best players in history? Yes. In Ligon. He's not going to stay in PSG forever. He's going to go to Madrid. It's, he's always going to. He's always wanted to go to Madrid, I think. But he has the potential to be one of the greats. Oh no 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 no! For for sure, it's all there. Just that he, he has the World Cup medal before twenty. So everything up is just is gravy from here on out. You know what I mean? Like maybe a, maybe a few Champions Leagues at that point, and then you know just rack up the goals. Will Asia be the next great continent for football? They seem to have a good development structure going from MF Bain 301. When we did the World Cup preview thing, I was talking to someone from Australia. Scott McIntyre is the name. And he was, he was telling me. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I, I have a little thing. No, no. Daniel, it was you that did the World Cup preview. It wasn't say we. It was you. And you deserve all the credits. You guys helped. Okay. Well, it was all you do. Stop being humble. Okay. That was, that, that was your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I just I was talking some, some beats, man. That, that, that's it, man. Just I was set. talking with Scott McIntyre and he was telling me like why would if once Asian football becomes developed in that way, why would anybody want to go to England necessarily if the same money was being offered in a more like tropical, enjoyable place to live? There were more points other than that. You just have to go back and find whichever Australia episode it is for the World Cup, but he made a compelling point that like Asian football is like on deck. Like as soon as they get the development and the structure right and the competitive level correct, there's always going to be money. So it's just going to be a matter of just marketing, basically. Like so, 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 so is this like China and Japan? China, Japan, Australia, mm. like Indonesia, Philippines, India, like wherever. Like it just depends on a matter of them getting the structure down. No, no, no. I mean, but my thing about this is that you have to then make a choice. Is that is it? Are you going purely for money, or are you going for integrity? Because I think money that... and lifestyle. But I, there, there's always going to be the built-in thing where like Manchester United is Manchester United in the world of football. Juventus is Juventus. Real Madrid and Barcelona are Real Madrid and Barcelona. Like mm. they're always going to have the prestige over Asia, but. Would should you want to be in a place like no shade? Would you want to be in a place like Liverpool or would you want to be in a place like Sydney? Oh no no no! For, for, I mean I don't want to be in Liverpool. I mean no offense, Liverpool. <laughs> I know it's. It, I don't want to be in there's, there's no disrespect, obviously, but I'm just saying like one is like a tropical place, the other one isn't. There's going to be a massive sea sea change, and I do believe because again, Premier League are are, are being pretty arrogant right now. Like you hear that whole thing about Scudamore where he. Five million from each club as a going away presence. Someone asked us, like, also, also, who the f is Richard Scudamore, <laughs> a hero of mine, bro? If you could get that, what is it? They call it a a parachute payment. I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly the. No, 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 no. But, 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 but you see, this is the issue with with the Premier League, like, these guys are swimming in the money, and I think that is where the arrogance of the, of the Premier League comes from. Because I always say with the Premier League, like, understand it. They have generated a lot of money by the amazing marketing. The quality of football in the Premier League is not very good. Top to bottom, the quality of football is not, is not very, very good. And but I do believe that there's going to be nothing lasts forever. Empires rise and fall. That's why I don't I don't know why they still call themselves Great Britain. I mean, 
like like what happened to it's just britain it's just britain yeah it's just pretty like there's nothing great about you you're just an island now so (laughs) i think in the next six seven years you may see a sea change in if china and japan really get this whole uh marketing rights boom um, I mean, you know, you know what, what the, the saddest thing is? I mean, I will, I'll get to a whole school more thing. Uh, America, man. America, and I think one of the saddest and biggest missed opportunities is America's disrespect for football. As in, America still thinks that, nah, man, it's all about the NFL, the Super Bowl, and thingy. Whereas uh, <laughs> everybody knows that this is the number one sport on the planet. If you actually invested, in this sport, the amount of money you would make is far more than what you'd ever make in the, at a Super Bowl or, or, or anything. So if you're truly invested in the MLS properly, you're actually cultivated properly, actually invested in a youth system properly, and the amount of diversity that there is in America, but just that America just has, I don't know whether it's an arrogance, an ignorance, I, I just don't I just don't get it. Like if there's, there's any country that knows how to market the best possible, like it's, it's I told you, like, as good as I say, football is just good of the sports. As far as everything around it, as in the, the marketing, the promotion, it doesn't touch the NBA or the NFL. Like, the NBA is the best looking sport as far as just marketability and pro- promotion and all the glitz and glamour. Nothing beats the, the NBA, mm-hmm. you know? And that and Americans are the only guys that know how to do that. Nobody else knows, knows how to do it as well as the Americans. So, as a hustler. Can you hate on Scudamore? Um, if they're just willing to give him five million pounds just because he's leaving? Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> I don't hate on Scudamore. Like, get I get your money. Like, wait, if guys are gonna just freely give you five mil, wait, wait, fine. I'm hating the system and that has engineered this crap. Fair enough. Dude. If I see you on this on this on the streets, I'm not gonna smile at you because I'll be pissed mm-hmm. off. Because, because I know that's okay, you're rich. Okay, where's my five mil? So, <laughs> uh, more potential Jesus or Richarlison? I think Jesus, Jesus. yeah. Um, the f- <laughs> they're both Brazilian, I'm supposing. It's, it's his theory there. Is Bernardo Silva tier two? The amount of thought you give to this arbitrary distinction. <laughs> Look, relax, man. It's it's just you know no, it's it's you know it's 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 been voted the official ranking. It's now being the official ranking of war right now. So tier relax. One, two, two, tier three. <laughs> what did it's they, what it's did a they tough mean? one. I mean, you could say he's maybe just about tier two. Basically, you know what? I think there are there are different levels in tier two. For instance, David Silva is upper tier two. I would say. But the silver is like mid-range tier two. Why don't you just make more tiers? No, 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 no. It's, it's, not, it's not sexy <laughs> enough. I, I like it. So, because it's only tier one. You know, there are about five or six guys in tier, tier one. Hey, do you know how hard it is to get in tier one? Tier one is hard. It's hard. You know? Um, should should Jadon Stancho start over Marcus Rashford for England? Yes. I have no comment. Um, would it be a failure if Liverpool go trophyless but finish top four and reach the semis in the Champions yes. League? Yes. You can't spend that much money and continue on not winning any any, any trophy. That's basically what they did last season, but worse. Because they didn't win a trophy, they finished top four, and they got to the final of the Champions League, not just the semis. But they so spent I think it would be a failure. They spent a lot more this summer, though. A lot more this summer. Yeah. Um, 
what do you recommend each top six team do in January? Who will be the biggest player to move? Um, you know what? We will come back to that one next week. Yeah. That one. We'll, we'll come back to that one next week. All right. We got two two questions left, but on the same topic. The treatment of Usman Dembele by Spanish media is becoming English media Sterling-esque. If this kid so much as breezed, there's some shit said about him. How is Valverde allegedly getting the most out of him when he benches him in important games? Switch formations to accommodate Arthur, which is fine. But then since his spot was basically sacrificed to continue, he hasn't been given time to generate any sort of form, but the media are on his ass. This is also similar to the effery that Mourinho put Martial through. As a Madridista, sorry, don't speak Spanish, it baffles me that Barca would actually consider letting go of such a world-class potential, of such world-class potential, given they haven't really given him the conditions to thrive at Barca. He said sorry, but he needed to get the rant off his chest. Um, last last part, and it's it's related. Thoughts on Dembele continuously being late for training in Barca, as well as Deschamps revealing that he's done the same for France in the past, and PK and Guillermo Almor, a Barca director, emphasizing that you need to be a professional 24 hours a day when asked on Dembele. I would add to that that Suarez came out and said that he needs to like be more responsible as a professional, um, and he has some good examples in Barcelona, and he like deserves to be in Barca, but he needs to kind of tighten up. It's kind of what Suarez was was intimating there. Um, are you more on like Dembele needs to do better, or is this more kind of like a story? <laughs> did you hear why he was late for training? Allegedly, from what I was reading, it said that he's been addicted. Oh no, Barcelona are worried that he's addicted to video games and he stayed up too late. And then he said that he had a stomach ache <laughs> on some like, I don't want to go to school, my stomach hurts type. You know how hilarious that is that you're playing for Barcelona and you were late for training because you were gaming. <laughs> like, look, as, as, I, as I said in, in my video, I wouldn't consider myself a gamer, but I love video games. As in, the amount of hours I put into Mass Effect 2, uh, Mass Effect 1, Skyrim were crazy. So I was playing through till 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I'm not a professional football player. Neither will I ever be a professional football player. And neither will I ever play for Barcelona. For Dembele. Game, please game. It's 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 a great exercise, bro. Come on, man. I'm being giving through, through the dice. My thing is this is that um, I would I would say it's right now. Dembele is the best two-footed player in the world. Would you disagree? I would not disagree with you. A two-footed player is a rarity. That is a true rarity. And like, first of all, being ambidextrous in anything is is very rare, but. That is a gold mine when you have an amazing two-footed player because that is a def that is a defender's nightmare. Mm -hmm. So Barcelona, yes, he must be professional. He must be able to show up and everything. But I don't think Barcelona are really appreciating the kind of talent that, that they have with him, that, that, that they really have on, on their books. So Barcelona trying hard enough to really work with him because I think Barcelona have been like, look, We've got messy. Either you show up or get out. <laughs> Whereas, that's, are you really trying to be like, hey man, let's try to be a bit more understanding, work with him? Because, because if you really appreciated his 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 talent, you would go about how you're treating him differently. But if you don't appreciate his talent, then you would go about it like like this. Because if I was a manager or a club and I had them better on my books, I am doing everything in my power to accommodate it. Because I'm like, no, no, this kid is ridiculously ta talented you know mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I mean that was that was kind of going to be my point is that like and he's games young, man. Is young, man. He's a young. It's going to make yeah, that was that was that was kind of my secondary point. But I guess we can start there. Like he's twenty one. Like I guess because I, I guess he's been on people's minds for a little bit when mm-hmm. when he was doing at Ren when he was doing that um, Borussia Dortmund like. It doesn't seem like he's only 21, but he's only 21, kind of in that kind of Mbappe thing where, like, he's just turning 20 next month, I think. Um, so he's going to make silly mistakes. And I guess playing video games up until late at night and then claiming you have a stomach bug is kind of like in that vein. Although, what if he's telling the truth? I don't know if anybody's kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt that he might be telling the truth that he was sick, but it's, you know, it's possible that he's, he's telling oh, the so, truth. So, no, 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 for, for me, my thing that's. There's definitely been a pattern of his behavior. Like again, right, right, that's right. how he left Dortmund. That's why he burns down a bridge because the way in which he left, not really turning up to the training, not really informing Tuchel and, and everything, it was it was pretty tacky. But again, it's it's young. So, but I think that if he was doing this, because see, but like, but I have no excuse. You are an, a much older guy, deep in your twenties. You can't still be messing around. Well, a twenty-one-year-old, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I was—I was just gonna say, like, I, I'm gonna chalk some of this up to youthful naivety and a player who's been talented his whole life and been able to get away with certain things just because of the talent that he has. Mm. Maybe now he's going into a, an environment where we do have Messi, we do have Suarez. Yeah. In the past, we have had Ronaldinho, Henri, Eto. Like, you're not special in that way. You're yeah. talented, don't get us wrong, but you're not otherworldly in terms of this club and our history. So don't get it twisted. Like you have to follow the rules. And if you don't follow the rules, consequences come. That being said, when Messi's injured and you guys want to play Rafinha instead of me, why not play video games? Why not play FIFA late night, do some ultimate team and whatnot? Like That's it. it. I I mean, if you do that, I'm gaming, man. I'm gaming. (laughs) These people are this. Nah, man, I'm I'm gaming. If you're going to, I mean, because that's a diss. That's a straight, straight. hundred percent this. Like, do you know who I am? You spent all this money on me, but you want to play this random guy from Academy or wherever you got him from. Why not? Why not play a little Battlefield Five or whatever the hell he's playing? <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, there are just little factors here and there, like mitigating factors, I would say, that I'm not going to go too hard on the kid. Not yet, anyway. If, if it becomes like, although, like, as you do say, there is kind of a troubling pattern of his behavior. Mm. But if, if it continues into like 23, 24, 25, and he becomes like, I don't know, as you say, a Balotelli story yeah. or a Cosma story, it's story. like wasted talent, then we can come back and look at this and be like, no, 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 Balotelli is one of the most depressing stories in full football, easily, easily. Balotelli, in my opinion, could have been one of the greatest strikers of all time. And the saddest thing that I don't... I think that when all is said and done and he looks back at his career, I don't think Balotelli would have ever truly appreciated just how talented he, he was. You know? It's like uh, you you had a special, special talent, but you just didn't realize how talented you truly were and you just did not do enough. So I, it's one of the, everyone I just seen, I said, this was one of the saddest. This could have been one of the greatest strikers we've ever seen. Yeah, do you know what? I think if, if Dembele was in front of me, it wouldn't be a, like a mad at you, like, all that kind of thing. I wouldn't even go the, the route of like disappointment. Mm. It would just be like, realize who you are and put in the work that that demands. Because like, you're good when you don't work. Imagine if you did do the work. Yeah. Imagine how good you would be then. So just you know, but, 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 you know, be I think more professional in that way. 
I think, you know, I don't think Dembele works in at Barcelona. And, you know, very something just, you know, a bit of, well, similar. Did you hear what Griezmann said about why he turned down Barcelona? No. So basically, because, you know, he was, he was stalling on his contract with Atletico and Barcelona was a possible um, destination. And he said mm -hmm. that if he went to Barcelona, he'd pretty much be in, in Messi's shadow. And he didn't want that. Um, and my thing about it is that um, you're looking at Dembele and you have to play to Messi's tune. And I don't think Dembele's football, i.e. he's a high-risk player, he's going to lose the ball many, many times because he's a high-risk player. That isn't gel well with this messy centered Barcelona team that is about protecting the, the ball. So I'm not sure as long as Messi is here in this system, Dembele will gel well. Hmm. I wonder if Griezmann, like, you know how he loves NBA. I wonder hmm. if he kind of, one, he sees the Neymar situation with Messi and he's like, he has his own team. He went to PSG to get his own team. Little did he know Mbappe was going to come and kind of ruin that. But then you kind of look at like, oh, Kyrie was with LeBron and then he went and got his own team. Yeah. So maybe Griezmann was looking at like, why would I go to somebody else's team when I basically kind of have my own here? See, Messi Barcelona is, the only thing I can relate it to is NBA. Like, that, that is literally Messi's team. Same as Kyrie, Celtics, um, Westbrook, Thunder, LeBron now with the Le Lakers. I don't think any other football team is like Messi and Barcelona or with those NBA teams. Where no, no, this is not. Literally, like, Messi got Sanchez sold. <laughs> Messi pretty much got Sanchez sold. So he runs that team. And justifiably so. When you're that good and you're that influential, justifiably so. It is what, what, what it is. He's that good. But he runs the team, and I don't think there's any other football situation that's like that. All right, so just lastly, like if if you were the coach and I was Dembele, what would you tell me? Is it, am I Valverde or I am me? You're, you're you being Valverde. Okay, no, no, okay. No, um, oh, then I'll say I'll have a sit-down and a talk with him, and I'll just say to Dembele, like, what do you want? What do you want for your career? I need to know what you want exactly for your career. If you really want to be part of this Barcelona team, you need to show it 24-7 on the pitch and off the, the pitch. If you're not really for this, then we have, we have to eventually part ways. We'll use it till January, maybe in the summer, but we'll eventually part ways. And I'll, and I'll just be using you sparingly, but again, I know that you're not really fully with it. So I need to know, are you 120% down for this Barcelona setup? And I will know by his body language, because he, he may say yes, but I will know by his body language whether he means it or not. You know? Have, and little, little did we know, have hope as a body language expert. <laughs> you know what? I would probably tell him something similar, to be honest. Like, get, like, 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 man management. Get with is, the program. Is, is, get yeah. with the program. You knew the program when you signed that contract. No, 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 so get rolled over like, kind of deal. It insults Zidane all he wants about, oh, how much titles did he use, which he did. I really believe that Zidane's man management was one of the key reasons why they won three in a row. His shorthand with the players and how he was able to read the players, talk to them, communicate with them, made them perform at the highest level on the biggest stage. So That's the end of our questions. Um, again, it's late night, so we're not going to try to extend this too much. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at Talking Tactics, Instagram, Talking Tactics, Facebook, Talking Tactics, three, five, Spotify. Two. Spotify. Talking tactics. I guess you just type in that, type that in. Follow us yeah. um, and enjoy over there. Football battles will be making its return sometime this week, and episode two of the Brick Academy Chronicles will also be 
dropping some. <laughs> Who escaped from the Brick Academy, Apple? Hey, find out. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Murata. Anyway, um, I'm at Daniel to look. Have hope. Where can the people find you on social media one time? You can find your boy at Half Hope Hot on Twitter and at The Half Hope on Instagram. Carl Anchors at Anchorman616. Yeah, this is Talking Tactics Podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Peace, guys. Eshi. Sports Social Podcast Network.